Good morning, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Hadley's Books, where today I'm going to review for you my latest read, my latest uh, book, um, my 25th book of the year, called Trixman by J.D. Hollyfield, um, and as well as... Um, give you a list of my TBRs, um, for the next, um, couple of books, my next couple of, uh, books on my TBR list, um, give you a description of those, um, but first I want to review for you my 25th book of the year, um, called Chicks Man by J.D. Holyfield, so here we go, um, Love, Law, and Family. Are the three words that come to come to my mind after reading Trickspan by J.D. Holyfield, a romance, a lifetime in the making that will have that could have deadly consequences. Levi Dent, the small town high school football star, come lawyer, and Hannah Matthews, the ambitious girl with the big dreams of following her dad's following in her dad's footsteps at the family law firm. But with this one small big with one small problem. She will always be seen as the little sister of Kipley Kipley Matthews, especially in her crushes in her crush Levi Dent's eyes. However, that is all about to change after a chance encounter at Kipley's wedding. They become inseparable and can't keep their hands off each other. Now, with their with the new secret romance brewing, they are forced to work together at the family's law firm and on the big on the firm's biggest case to date. All the while trying to keep their romance hidden from the from Hannah's family. When an unexpected guest shows up at the law firm and threatens everything Hannah and Levi have worked towards on both a personal and professional level. It may even cost somebody their lives. Um, hold on, I'm sorry. I went into this book uh, not expecting much but a predictable office rom-com. Um, besides a twist that will leave you captivated in certain parts and a twist in a tight-knit family dynamic, it was just as I predicted. I felt there was a lack of character development in certain parts, a romance that was based on physical need and lust more than anything else. A young woman finally fulfilling her childhood dream by dating her crush, her brother's best friend, with the occasional serial killer vibes to it, mixed in. How overall the story was sweet, and the twist was suspenseful and emotional. However, due to the lack of connection I felt for these main characters, I could not quite give it a five-star rating. I hope to attempt another book by the same author in the future. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much my thoughts on that book. I mean, I think it was a sweet, sweet story. 
I think that uh, the plot was great. And I think that the story was overall a great idea, um, a great story. But due to like the lack of character connection that I felt, um, and the lack of character development throughout the story, I just couldn't quite get into it as much and felt such a deep connection um, to the story as I would if the character development was there and if the character connection uh, was there. Um, so that's why I couldn't give it quite a five-star rating as um, I would have liked to. I, I probably would rate this a four uh, or a three and a half, uh, three and a half to a four on my uh, scale. Um, I liked the twist. The twist came about halfway through and I wish, so I wish that the story kind of went more into the case that they were dealing with because if they gave more of a background on the case, uh, maybe in the beginning, then you would finally maybe understand what was happening throughout this story. Um, maybe you could figure things out a little bit more clearly, but maybe it would have been a little bit more interesting, a little bit more. Um, maybe you would have felt, and maybe I would have felt a little bit more connection, um, a little bit more emotion into the story. If that background was there, maybe in the beginning of the story, um, but if the twist in the in the case came probably halfway into the book, and by the time the twist in the in the case came into play, I kind of I was kind of already off put by the lack of connection I felt for these main characters. So, I was like, oh, okay, fine. we finally get somewhere with this twist and then with this connection. And then they they go on about the case and then they go on about the, the twist that happens. But then they go back to the lust, the, the lust um, romance that these two characters have. And after everything that happens... Um, with the big action scene, they go back to the love, and the love, I felt, um, the romance part was a little bit more, was too, like, just physical aspect of it, um, physical romance than anything else, and I didn't really, uh, feel anything for these characters. It was more of a physical relationship than anything else. And therefore, I just didn't really felt a connection with these characters um, as I would have liked to. But, I mean, I, I would probably give the author another try. Um, maybe with a different topic or something. Um, I haven't given up um, everything that this author has to offer. Um, so, um, yeah, so those are my thoughts and my review on that book. Um, but after this break, um, I'm going to review for you or give you a list of my TBRs. Um, so there you have it.
Alright, and welcome back. Um, um, and now I'm going to give you a list of my TBRs and a description of each book. Um, so, here you go. Um, my first book, my next book that I'm going to read is The Giver of the Stars um, by Jojo Moyes. Moyes. Um, it was a book of the month pick for November 2019. And this book, the description, this book, the synopsis is Alice Wright married. Alice Wright marries handsome American Bennett Van Cleve, hoping to escape her stifling life in England. But small town Kentucky quickly proves equally claustrophobic, especially living alongside her overbearing father-in-law. So when a call goes out for a team of women to deliver books as part of Eleanor Roosevelt's new traveling library, Alice signs on enthusiastically. The leader and soon Alice's great greatness ally. Uh, the leader... And soon, Alice's greatest ally is Marguerite, a smart, talkative, self-sufficient woman who's never asked a man's permission for anything. They will be joined by three other singular women who became known as the Pack Horse Librarians of Kentucky. What happens to them and to the men they love becomes an unforgettable drama of loyalty, justice, humanity, and passion. These heroic women refuse to be cowed, cowed by men or by convention. And though they face all kinds of danger and a landscape is at t- and in and, and a landscape that is at times breathtakingly beautiful at other time and other brutal they're committed to their job, bringing books to people who love, who have never had any arming, bringing books to people who have never had any, arming them with facts that will change their lives. Based on a true story rooted in American past, the giver of the stars is unparalleled past. The giver stars is parallel the Giver of the Stars is unparalleled in its scope and epic, and epic in its storytelling. Funny became a modern classic. It richly is destined to become a modern classic. It richly rewarded novel of women friendships, a true love of what happens when they reach beyond our grasp for the great beyond. So this book pretty much has two of my favorite things. Um, books, it talks about books, and, uh, it has women as the main character, and women empowerment, which is, um, pretty much two of my favorite topics ever, so I'm really looking forward to this, and it's actually based off of a true story, um, something that's happened in America's past, so I'm really looking forward to hearing, um, reading this story, I've heard great things about it, so, that's next on my list. Um, 
my next book that I'm gonna read is The Cover of the Stars. But after that, um is The Night Swim by American by Megan Golden. That's also a book of the month choice. Um and that book was August two thousand and twenty. Um but here's the synopsis for this one. Ever since her true crime podcast became an overnight sensation and sent an innocent man free, Rachel Kroll has become a household name, the last hope for people seeking justice. But she's used to being recognized for her voice, not her face, which makes it all the more unsettling when she finds a note on her car windshield addressed to her, begging for help. The new season of Rachel's podcast has brought her to a small town being torn apart by dev- by a devastating rape trial. A golden boy, a local golden boy, a swimming destined, swimmer destined for Olympic greatness, has been accused of raping the beloved granddaughter of the police chief. Under pressure to make season three a success, Rachel throws herself into, into investigation. But in the mysterious letters keep coming. Someone is following her. She won't stop until Rachel finds out what happens to her sister 25 years ago. Officially, Jenny Steele's tragically drowned, but the letters insisted she was murdered. And when Rachel starts asking questions, nobody in town wants to answer. The past and present start to collide as Rachel uncovers the startling connection between the two cases, and a revelation that will change the course of the trial and the lives of everyone involved. Electrifying and propulsive, the night swim asks, what is the price of a reputation? Can a small town ever try right the wrongs of its past? And what really happened to Jenny? Uh, What caught my attention for this one is the crime, the case. I love anything that has to do with, like, trials and cases and everything like that. Um, I love, like, books about law and uh, criminal investigations and everything. And the aspect about a podcast is interesting to me. Um, bring a little bit of modern times into, um, into a book, which is... Um, which is in, an interesting thing uh, as well. So I'm really looking forward to that. I've heard uh, mixed things about it, but um, mostly all good books, um, all good things about that. So that is The Night Swim by Megan Golden. And the next one is The Brightlands um, by John Fram. And this one is um, a so the synopsis of this one is the town of Bentley holds two things dear it's football and it's secrets but when star quarterback Dylan Whiteley goes missing an unremitting fear grasp grips this remote corner of Texas Joel Whitley was ashamed out of was shamed out of 
conservative Bentley ten years ago. And while he's finally made a life for himself as a gay man in New York, his younger brother's disappearance soon brings him back to a place he thought he'd escaped for good. Meanwhile, Sheriff Deputy Starsha Clark stayed in Bentley. Joel's brings back Joel's return brings back painful memories, not to mention questions about her own missing brother. And in the high school's hallways, Dylan's friends begin to suspect that their classmate, known far too far more than they're telling the police. Together, these unlikely allies will stir up secrets their town has long tried to ignore, drawing the attention of dangerous men who will stop at nothing to see that their crimes are stayed buried. But no one is quite prepared to face the darkness that's begun to haunt their nightmares, whispering about a place long thought to be nothing but an urban legend. In empty night, a flicker of light on the horizon, the brightlands, shockingly, shocking, twisting, and relentlessly suspenseful. John Frames, Dubai, first novel, is a heart-pounding story about old secrets, modern anxieties, and the price young men pay for glory. So this is another story um, about a small town, disappearance, a crime story. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this. The Night Swim also happens to be um, set in a small town as well. And since I live in a small town, um, kind of like a football town as well, um, really looking forward to that book as well. Um, I like Talk, I like reading about small towns. It reminds me of home a little bit. So, um, I really enjoy it. Um, so I'm really enjoying, really, um, I'm looking forward to reading these uh, books, particularly The Brightlands and The Night Swim, um, for that reason. And my last one that I want to talk about, um, is the newest book that I got, um, is the newest novel by Frederick Backman, and it's called Anxious People, and this is also a, a book of the month choice, I believe it's coming out, actually, it is set to come out on September 8th, so it hasn't even fully come out yet, um, but this one is, um, quite we quite anticipated as well um but the synopsis of this one is looking at um so the synopsis of this one a poignant and charming novel about a crime that never took place a would-be bank robber who disappears into thin air and eight extremely anxious strangers who find they have more in common than they ever imagined. Looking at real estate isn't usually a life or death situation, but an apartment open house becomes just that when a failed bank robber 
bursts in and takes a group of strangers hostage. The captives include a really a recently retired couple who relentlessly hunt down fixer-uppers to avoid the painful truth that they can't fix up their own marriage. There's a wealthy banker who's been too busy making money to care about anyone else, and a young couple who are about to have their first child, but can't seem to agree on anything, from where they want to live to how they met in the first place. Add to a mix an 87-year-old woman who has lived long enough not to be afraid of someone waving a gun on her face, a flustered but still ready to make a deal real estate agent, and a mysterious man who has locked himself in, in the apartment's only bathroom, and you've got the worst group of hostages in the world. Each of them carries a lifelong, lifetime of grievances, hurt, secrets, and passion that are ready to boil over. Um, ready to boil over. None of them is entirely who they appear to be, and all of them, the pink rubber included, desperately crave some sort of rescue. As the authorities and the media surround the provinces, the premises, these reluctant allies will reveal surprising truths about themselves and set into motion a chain of events so un- unexpected that they can hardly explain what happens next. Um, so, this one, um, I love Frederick Backman for the fact that, um, he talks about different types of people out there. He doesn't talk about, like, um, his main characters aren't, you know, athletes or aren't, you know, these big know-it-all people that he talks about people that have, that aren't quite all there and have, um, I don't know, he talks about people that have a background and, I don't know, he goes into, he's really great at character development. I think that's what I like about Frederick Backman. He's really good at describing his characters and bringing to life his characters and making them not perfect. He Each character of his is not perfect, and I like that. I like that there's something, not wrong, but something different about um, his characters that makes his books real, and it makes it more deeper um, than your average book with a perfect character in it. Um, each of his characters has flaws that they need to overcome or something like that. Each word he writes, each description he puts in his books means something. It's purposely put into a book and it's deeper um, than just a word on a page. And I think that's why I like love his books so much. They're... It's more than just words on a page. There is meaning behind each book that he writes, each character that he puts into books, each setting. Um, You're supposed to learn something. And so I'm excited to get into this one to see what what kind of characters he can develop with this. Um, 
story, um, considering it has to do with a bank robber. I'm a bank teller myself, so, I mean, I kind of, um, putting a funny twist to a bank robbery, I mean, let's see how that, um, it should be interesting, um, I'll probably get a good kick out of it, um, with that plot line, and with that story, um, in mind, I'm going into this with great expectations, um, I've heard mixed reviews on it, but most people who have read Frederick Backman, who have loved his books, have also loved this one, so, um, I'm really looking forward to this one first, I mean, uh, in the future as well, um, but first, I have to get through the other books, and then I can jump into this one, um, but... That does it uh, for this episode of Hadley Books. Hadley's Books. Um, you can check out my full review of uh, Chick's Man um, by J.D. Hollyfield, Hollyfield um, on my blog at HadleyBooks.com. Follow me, at, follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Hadley Books. And remember the best leaders are readers. And have a great day, everybody. See you later. And happy reading. Bye.